Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You're listening to Double G Radio. To all the non-believers, how did that? To all the non-believers, anybody can be beat. analysis of all proteins in the concrete jungle. Can't wait. Well, hello, Double G Sports Radio fans on Blog Talk Radio. Well, what a fight that was last night against Mayweather and McGregor. And we have a lot to discuss. I thought I was only going to be talking about SummerSlam. Uh, but I was dead wrong, and let's just let's just start this out of the bat. That was one of the best fights you can get between those two. I, for almost 24 hours, got four hours of sleep, and let me tell you, it's quite quite a uh, experience to do all of this when under a few hours of sleep, when trying to get all of this going. I'm sorry I, if I seem a little in, unavailable at the moment. It, it happens to be that I was up since four trying to get this going as best as possible. And it was... It was something, a sight to behold. What a sight it was. I mean, just posting this on Twitter for all of you to enjoy. You can follow us on Twitter at Double G Sports, at DGS underscore main event, or at Dan, Y-A-N-O-F-S-K-Y. That is me, Daniel Yanofsky, your number one voice for all things Double G Sports, MMA, and professional wrestling. Link has been sent, and you are ready to go if you have not already been listening, which I doubt if any sense of you can. And now, let's talk about the, the true main event of the entire week, which is not SummerSlam. I thought SummerSlam was going to be the entire uh, talk of the town, because I thought Mayweather McGregor might have just been something that we were just brushed behind us. No, it was one of the better fights in a long time. That is the best way to start the show. Before, that was just a test run. Now is the best way to start the show. And from what I can tell, the fight lived up to its expectations. McGregor lost, 
Mayweather won. Mayweather is now 50-0. McGregor is now 0-1 in his boxing career. Will this affect how he fights in the ring? I don't think so. It's pretty interesting just leading up to the fight, how against everything I was. And it, it, it just amazes me how much everyone proved me wrong. It, it just show, goes to show like how different of a fight it was meant to be. The number to call is 914-338-0897. Once again, this is Daniel Yanofsky on Blog Talk Radio, Double G Sports, the main event. Now, let's talk about before the fight, we had all of Floyd's guys uh, coming up, and one of them was dressed up as Cookie Monster, which I thought was fantastic. And it, it, was, it, was, it was just very entertaining to watch uh, them stall, especially because... I don't think the fighters really knew this, but while their fights were going on, and the, and the T-Mobile Arena was just starting to pack up, which is a little unfortunate that they only came for one fight, but we understand why it's for one fight. UFC Fight Pass, I believe, or the UFC app, and a lot of pay-per-view providers were failing to get people coverage of the event. So they missed the whole entire event, minus the main event. At a certain point, the UFC side said, don't trust us. Just don't do it. And I thought it was hilarious. Just going through the whole, the whole Twitter feed and seeing that everything was meant to be going so smoothly for an event that was hyped up for so many months and for it to end like that for people not to watch it. And they hope to uh, get refunds. And if not, it'll be very disappointing. It was a whole mess. I think Vital didn't even get to watch a uh, majority of the fight, from what I understand. And that's a national tragedy. So I hope Dick Vital got his money back, and hopefully everything turned out okay. The Once everything was set, they finally decided to let the fight go on. They said 11-15 was when the fight would go, but I highly doubted that just because, one, McGregor has been known to be late to things, so like when will a fight be on time? But it started at like around 11.45, 12 o'clock. And when the, the moment these two entered the arena, the place became unglued. There were so many Irish fans there, so many people from Ireland there, uh, if I can recall. And the number one song by Barstool Sports uh, is out on Barstool Sports to check out. And Christine Hotcha and I, my uh, co broadcast, my former co-broadcaster and my current MMA boxing companion, we've been busy this entire month, two months leading up to the fight. Leading up to the fight this past week has been insane. All full of content. Uh, you can follow it under McGregor on Double G Sports. It was a lot of speculation leading up to it, whether Floyd would take Congress seriously, uh, what they would be fighting for. Uh, it, what Floyd uh, Connor loss would do for the sport of MMA. I wrote that in association with knowing someone with, that was within the uh, boxing community for so many years, Howard Dolgan of the Syracuse Crunch. And I'm going to say we the article can be debunked that it did not negatively affect the UFC or MMA in general. Um, it was better highly considering what happened to John Jones 
uh, throughout the past couple of weeks. But I will say this. Round one, two, and three belonged to Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor dominated the first three rounds. Maybe that was Floyd's plan. Maybe because he's a robot, he calculated his way to oh, find a way to defeat McGregor. Like, he has his previous opponents. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Floyd is could be the best fighter. Is he a great fighter? I would say no, based off his defensive ability to just back off every single time to make the rounds go longer and get a unanimous decision. But something he did do last night was impress. I think McGregor might have brought the, out the best in Floyd, considering he knocked him out for the first time. It was first knockout win for Floyd in boxing for the first time since 2011. He's fought many times from 2011 to when he retired two years ago. And that was his best fight since. Now, I don't know what ranks on it, one of his greatest fights of all time because he's 50-0 and 0 right now, passing uh, Rocky Marciano, who was played by Robert De Niro and Raging Bull. I've yet to see that movie. We'll have to see that movie in order to get the name right sooner or later, one of these days. And so to go back to the point, Mayweather was losing the first three rounds. Fourth round, I thought that uh, while McGregor was getting tired, he, was, he won that one. And the fifth one was even at, at least. Mayweather started to dominate around the sixth to ninth round with McGregor not uh, going down without a fight. I will say that McGregor blocked plenty of punches. He actually did not, uh, Floyd did not land as many punches as we'd expect. He just landed like 82, I want to say, in the later rounds. But Connor landed 111 between the whole bout. And the majority of them was like the first three rounds. And what can I tell you that when the referee took McGregor out of the fight in the 10th, it was for his own well-being. Christine goes into that further in her uh, post on Double G Sports that McGregor would have probably had so much brain damage uh, after the fight if the referee did not block the decision. But he, give it to McGregor for giving it his all. He sent this post-fight speech that he hopes he hoped he could just go down. Uh, he'd rather go down than be called out, which is he's known for in the UFC. Like in MMA, it's different compared to boxing. But in boxing, I feel like it's a more dangerous game where they have to take care of their athletes. What if you have an opinion on this? Is called nine one four three three eight zero eight nine seven. Once again, this is Daniel Yanofsky on Double G Sports Blog Talk Radio. I think McGregor has to work on his defense throughout the entire match. He has his hands down like he does in MMA, but he was just, it was a showcase. It was really just a showcase because you saw McGregor uh, putting his hands behind his back. You saw him smiling. You saw Floyd laughing at each punch McGregor was throwing. Well, I do think McGregor was throwing hard punches. I guess it wasn't that much in order to affect uh, Floyd Mayweather. Now the judges scored this one really a very questionable call by the judges because they, like all the judges scored after the fourth round, all of it was uh, Floyd Mayweather. And one of them 
uh, two of them actually gave the entire after the first round they gave the entire fight to Mayweather, which you know not I don't necessarily agree with that. It's a little sketchy, but Mayweather deserved the win after taking out McGregor. But McGregor earned the respect of so many people that uh, last night. Uh, even though he he's gained so much respect already in his career, based off him being humble in his defeat, like Nate, like his defeat against Nate Diaz, he was very humble. He thanked his opponent. He praised his opponent. Yes, they made a lot of money together. Yes, that was the plan the entire time. All in all, that was a very classy move by Connor to praise Mayweather, even though they don't like each other that much, it seems. They were business partners in the end. And I would say that if the boxing community does not respect Connor enough after this, it's a little crazy to think, uh, except for uh, Pauly Malig- 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 Malignaki, who was a sparring partner in camp when he knocked him down or pushed him aside. But that's just a formality just because it's Pauly. And he was annoying me throughout the uh, a little bit throughout the entire broadcast or throughout the entire week of the fight, actually. But that's what he was there for, to be the side piece. And I don't think that he was needed throughout it, but his analysis was great for what it was throughout the fight. Connor gave it his all. Floyd gave it his all. Is it, was it the best fight you've ever seen? No. Was one of the best fights between two different sports? Maybe for, since Rock, uh, Rocky Balboa and Thunderlips, brother. But besides that, I think that boxing is not dead. Boxing gained popularity for one night. I don't think it positively affected boxing in any way, except gave it money, gave the fighters money. It didn't negatively affect MMA in any way possible, from what I could tell. The long-term effects could be different if we don't see Conor back in an MMA ring. After the fight, he said he didn't quite say he wasn't done with boxing, but he just he's got his feet wet, so he might be interested. Dana White would be pleased if Conor wasn't in boxing anymore, but I don't. I've never seen kind of be controlled before, especially by Dana White. So we'll have to see on that. But I do think he comes back to the UFC at some point. When? Not quite sure. Who will his opponent be? Not quite sure. It would be great if he faced Khabib. Or he was talking about a, a trilogy with Nate Diaz finally. But I do think he has to defend his title because he hasn't defended it in around, oh, more, almost the same amount of time as his featherweight title. Which you know, it's a little. It was a little annoying when I went through the process of saying how many days it was, and I'm going to start doing that again just because it's going to keep on happening. Because Conor's never going to defend the title. If he faces Nate Diaz, he's not going to defend the title. If he faces Khabib, maybe. If he faces Tony Ferguson, maybe. It all depends if he goes back to MMA, and that is a very good question considering he made thirty million dollars last night plus $100 million in total, if you think about it. And in all of his appearances and all his merchandise and everything in between, the gate, everything, 
Connor's going to be a rich man. And say what you will about wasting money. But Connor is set from a man who had welfare checks to a man that is now the king of the world. I think that the future is bright for Connor. It just depends wherever he wants to go. Will he stay in MMA? That is a great question. Call the number 914-338-0897 with your thoughts. This is Daniel Yanofsky with Double G Sports Blog Talk Radio. Now, what does this mean for the future of events? Because are all people, here's the basic thing. Are all people going to expect a super fight from now on or a fight that defies expectations like this one did? Don't, don't think it didn't. It exceeded expectations and more. It was one of the better fights we've seen in a while. It was the most unorthodox fight we'd ever seen in a while, and it worked. Will this negative, will this cause more fights? I don't know. There were talks about John Jones versus Brock Lesnar before Brock, uh, before John Jones became an idiot and got caught for steroids again. Now, could Vince McMahon bring John Jones to the uh, WWE? Entirely possible. John Jones is going to be free for like four years. And don't give me the excuse that he was, uh, it was an inside job. No, he did it to himself. There was no underlying factors. There was nobody that did it to him He except for himself. I think that it can cause a dangerous trend in saying that Connor and Floyd can result open Pandora's box to all these opportunities. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It just kind of wastes opportunities for other fighters. Like, did you know that Canelo and Triple G were fighting in September? No. Some people might have, but other people who didn't don't pay attention as much until it's a big fight feel don't talk about it. And that's what's unfortunate. So I feel like they shouldn't they should hold off for a while. Like a really, really long time until everyone gets their act together. Because Connor and Floyd Mayweather can cause a domino effect of other events happening that may not be suitable to boxing in the UFC. I thought that McGregor was in phenomenal shape. It looked like Mayweather was in phenomenal shape for a man retired in two years. He has nothing but time to do. He has nothing but time on his side, if I could say that. But I thought it very interesting when the referee called off the decision, like I said before, when Robert Byrd stopped it, Mayweather, uh, McGregor said, "That was close, though, and I thought it was a little early of a stoppage. I get like, I get like that when I'm tired. Get me into the corner, and I'll recover, and I'll come back. And I like to hit the floor. There's a lot on the line here. Bird should have let kept me going. I thought he should have thought he should have let them going, but fair play to Mayweather. Like I said before, with CT nowadays, it's very tough to determine." what was right and what was wrong. Gregor's a fighter's fighter, and he proved everybody wrong, and he put in all the heart that he would normally do. Now, while his decisions may frustrate some people, and while he may be brash, confident, cocky, whatever you may call it, still a human being, and his safety is number one priority, and also his respect is number one priority, and I think a lot of people, he gained a lot of people's respect. If not, 
I'd like to know why they, he didn't gain your respect. It was very one of the better fights you can ever see. And now it's all over. And there's literally, I don't know what to say. There's nothing you can say about this fight that hasn't said, but I can try to fill airtime for because what do you do now? I know the T-Mobile Arena was not packed. You could tell it wasn't packed. There was still tickets being sold, especially if it's like 4,000 plus for tickets. But they did the best they could. I thought it was funny that the three it was three people behind each other, and it was an interesting dynamic. So Steve Harvey was like in the first three rows, and then you had LeBron James behind Steve Harvey. And then behind LeBron James, Mike Tyson. That's like an incredible pecking order of priorities on who is in front of who, or it just depends on who bought the ticket or how much they actually paid for the ticket or how much they cared in general. Like, I'd say LeBron uh, didn't help Tyson's view. I just thought it was interesting that those three were in that order. Steve Harvey, when I saw Steve Harvey in front of the camera, I was like, oh, no, are we expecting another screw job? Are we going to say... Uh, the winner was Conor McGregor. Oh, no, wait. It was Floyd Mayweather. That's his reputation now. And I think he's okay with it right now. This event brought many people together, from pro wrestling to boxing to MMA. So many pro wrestlers were in, invested into this because it, it can be a deciding factor in what they do with the talent. Uh, they've already worked with, WWE has already worked with Floyd Mayweather before beating Big Show at WrestleMania. And they've been trying for years to get Conor McGregor. What are the chances they get him now? He can get all this money. He's going to demand so much money from WWE that they'll definitely give it to him because of the fact he's one of the biggest draws right now. Also, a lot of cross-promotions going in place with uh, Cyborg wanting to face Becky Lynch. But here's the thing. While it stays professional wrestling can be brutal. Just look back at Triple Mania last night, uh, right after the fight. They stalled uh, the main event until after Mayweather McGregor, but they also had a fight where uh, someone hurt one another in a submission-based move. And if you, it was Sexy Star, Harry Rosemary, it was a shoot. And when looking back at the video, it's kind of terrible to look at, just in the it was a terrible look for Sexy Star that has been going on since a while because Taya had issues with her. But regardless of the point, Mayweather McGregor lives up to the hype. It was one of the best fights, not in a long time, not forever, but for those young enough to not really get a grip of what boxing was, like me. For not knowing much about boxing, can tell you that Floyd and Connor gave it their uh, gave it their best. And I found it funny that Connor kept on trying to do a UFC move, the hammer hit, uh, hit I believe it was, on Floyd's back of his head because Floyd was actually trying to make him do that so he'd get disqualified. He was moving his head intentionally, and I just found it funny because like Connor can get himself disqualified, but he also like there was a thing in the 
betting pool would kind of do that, but he also signed a contract saying he shouldn't do that and he won't do that. So nothing much else from that. Mayweather McGregor lived up to the hype. If you have any comments on Mayweather McGregor, once again, this is Daniel Yanofsky on Double G Sports Blog Talk Radio. Guest call in 914-338-0897. You can follow us on Twitter at Double G Sports, at DGS underscore main event, at Daniel, Y-A-N-O-F-S-K-Y, or Dan Yanofsky. I'm pretty sure it's Dan at this point for my Twitter handle. Now, I feel like I just need to work out and become like them so I can get into the ring. Credible effort put in by all involved. And the biggest MVP of the show was Mauro Ronaldo, who has had quite a year from going to WWE to working NXT right now to working Bellator MMA to working Mayweather McGregor. And there's not much else you can say. The guy's phenomenal. He's a fantastic uh, commentator and more of the best to him than anything else. And it, it goes without saying, but what a phenomenal job by all the journalists there who did the best uh, job possible to make the coverage and the hashtag content of Mayweather McGregor the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Have, hello, Bret Hart. From Al Hawani to Luke Thomas to Scott uh, Fishman to Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports, who got into almost got into a fight with Connor Senior, uh, with Floyd Senior. All in all, it was a great night for and a week and a past few months for everyone involved. I was very happy to be a part of this. And when at first I wasn't, and that's what they that's what Connor does to you. He makes you think that anything is possible. And Floyd did so well with what he was given and he proved us wrong. And it just goes to show don't underestimate the power of the, of uh combat sports. It's quite impressive what they can do when they put their mind to it. Now as this is a pro wrestling MMA and in a sense because of this boxing show I thought it would be interesting to go into the SummerSlam for a little bit before capping it off. I believe that, by the way, the next UFC event will be UFC 27, not the next UFC event, the next UFC event in New York will be UFC 217. Started looking like a great event. Uh, Frank Yeager might be a part of it. I'll get to that uh, in a post shortly. And we'll see if Connor will have an idea of what he wants to do by then. That is in, I believe, November. November 4th, I want to say. So by November, Connor should have an idea of what he wants to do. By September, I, I say, by late September, he should have an idea. He just needs to recuperate from boxing because, you know, boxing is tough and tiring. And he needs to work on his defense, and he needs to work on his hitting. But until then, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I think Floyd will go and, and stay retired, and we'll see what happens. Then on the pro wrestling side of things, as we've, as we've reached the 12.30 hour of, or the 12.30 mark of the show, 
because it's not been an hour. SummerSlam was this past week, and it was actually a very enjoyable show. Or I would say TakeOver was a better show, if we can be honest here. Because <laughs> let's let's be honest. You do not want to pay to see certain fights. You do not want to pay go on the network for free, technically. And see Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura, no matter how much you love Nakamura. You do not want to see Big Cass versus Big Show, and it doesn't mean much. You do not want to see Ready Orton versus Rusev, especially when it lasted 10 seconds. You do not want to see John Cena versus Baron Corbin, especially when it was a squash match. The worst squash match, by belief. What you would want to see was the Usos versus the New Day, the tag team titles, which should have been on the main card. They've been on the pre-show for quite some time. Uh, Natalia defeated Naomi. Natalia deserved a title reign for quite some time after dealing with fart gimmicks and all the like. So good for her. It was a very questionable decision, but good for her for winner to win it. Sasha defeated Bailey, uh, Bliss, and will defeat Bailey soon. Um, for the women's title, that was interesting considering she was a last-minute replacement. I think this is a chance to see Sasha finally going heel and attacking Bailey uh, when Bailey comes back. Finn Balor or Demon Finn defeated Bray Wyatt, and that was entertaining for what it was. I don't know what they're going to do with Bray Wyatt afterwards. I don't even think he knows. I don't even think WWE knows because of what he hasn't done. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins reformed the Shield without Roman Reigns to win the tag team titles. Uh, Styles defeated Owens for the U.S. title with Shane as referee. Too much Shane, in my opinion, but the match was one of their better matches. I think Shane served a purpose uh, in order to face Kevin Owens sometime down the line, maybe a Survivor Series team match. Not quite sure where they can go with that. Uh, Neville defeated Tozawa to regain the title that he lost week four, which kind of makes no sense. I don't know what they can do with the cruiserweight division. Enzo went back to it, went to it. Now, I don't think he's a good wrestler, but it's, he's going to bump for like crazy for Neville, and if Neville can just beat him, and I don't know what they're going to do after that. Very interesting. I do also want to point out that just like the Mayweather-McGregor fight, SummerSlam pre-show, deserved nobody there, and it was quite empty, so it was very disappointing, especially when the Hardys were there. I think they deserved better. The Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman fight was a brawl. It was one of the best fights uh, in pro wrestling in quite some time. Reminded me of the Attitude Era days. Like, yes, the Attitude Era was very gimmicky, a lot of brawling, a lot of fighting. But that's what made it great. And it was just so funny just watching this dumpster fire go on. And it was one of the best dumpster fires you can ever see. It just brought out the best in each of the men. And it gave Brock Lesnar a massive payday. I'm going to give him credit for bumping like crazy. He earned the paycheck that some say he doesn't deserve. And I was at Raw last Monday after SummerSlam, which was very entertaining. And the crowd with Beachball Mania, I wrote a post about that. It was very unfortunate because I don't believe that fans who worry about themselves should be at the event. 
because if you have a beach ball, you have seven beach balls that I saw go into the ring also. Are you really paying attention to the match? Do you really deserve the rest of the attention? The wrestlers, I felt bad for them just back since they were getting a little anxious because of it, especially the Miz. Um, but I guess you can't really do much. Apparently WWE banned beach balls, which is hilarious. Um, something to talk about, Big Cass went down with an injury. I saw him go out of the ring. He went over the top ropes and onto the floor. He looked bad, but it didn't seem as bad as we as I thought. When he was limping, I thought something was really wrong, but he, maybe he was just being a good uh, seller. But he can't be that good, considering he dominated the entire match and Enzo didn't attack the leg. And then he just buckled down when he was trying to hit the, his elbow drop, and that's when it all went downhill, and he could be out for six to eight months, maybe even a year, which sucks for his push, but it's good for fans who didn't like the Enzo gimmick that he has or the Enzo feud. It's unfortunate that he'll miss this much time, especially with his push, but here's hoping that he improves and comes back as strong as ever. He had an interesting run, uh, and WWE is highly up on him and highly down on Enzo. So until Enzo gets booze, he's going to keep on being on TV, a.k.a. fighting for the Cruiserweight title, even though he probably shouldn't. But it's the best-case scenario for him in order to stay under the radar, even though he will not be under the radar. Also saw pictures of him at Mayweather McGregor. Would have loved to know what what was going on during that time, if uh, celebrities were against him or whatnot. Uh, Asuka, NXT TakeOver the night before was obviously fantastic. Uh, one of the best women matches in a while, one of the best opening matches, and Andre Cien almost facing Johnny Gargano, which was a, just a ploy uh, tease to get us to Gargano and Ciampa down the line whenever Ciampa is healthy. Uh, Asuka, I think, broke her collarbone or broke something and had to relinquish the title, even though she'll already be on Raw and SmackDown. They WB said, which I don't agree with, that she lost her title. Paige lost her title when she went up to Raw, but Sasha Banks was champion when she went up to Raw, but she also didn't even have the title with her when she was up on Raw. It's a crazy scenario. It, it kind of makes no sense. But I do get it because Asuka's defeated everyone and there's not much you can really do. So if you want to set a, the reset button on it all, then I kind of get it. But I feel like Asuka should have kept the title with her and brought it to the main show, even if she was injured. It's funny because she was injured, she got stripped of the title. Brock Lesnar doesn't show up half the time and he keeps his title. But priorities. I think that Asuka is one of the best women wrestlers WWE has. I think uh, Charlotte's the best women wrestler that they have, and Sasha Banks is close to second to third. I'd love to see Sasha face Asuka, to be honest. But as of this moment, it feels like that Asuka will be back. By late October, early November, I think there's like a pay-per-view during that time. So I think she'll she'll arrive during that pay-per-view. And I don't think that... Um, I think she'll be the lady for the title. I just am curious to find out who will be the title holder in NXT now. There's a big shoes to fill, and it, it just would have been great. It would have just been so great if Asuka kept the title. But what can you really do at this point? They taped all this stuff. Like, they could easily just say, like, she uh, she's not fighting right now. 
she, until she gets better competition, which is fair to say, even though she's injured. It's a good storyline to propose. All in all, a great event that brought about the debut of Adam Cole to NXT with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly forming their Ring of Honor stable. Great moment uh, in the history of pro wrestling. Adam Cole is one of the best, youngest, brightest stars in the business. He will thrive in WWE, from what I can tell. And I think they're very, not as high on him because of his size, but Triple H can do, can pull off miracles. He can definitely try his best in order to make something like this work. And who knows? He could pull off the ultimate upset and get Adam Cole over. He's already over with the NXT crowd. He's over with the WWE crowd. That'd be great. And Bobby Roode is no longer your NXT champion. Uh, Drew McIntyre or Drew Galloway is the new champion. And I love every second of the fact that Bobby Roode is now on SmackDown because they needed the talent. And also the fact that he's kind of a face, which is weird, but his gimmick makes sense for it until he becomes cocky. And then it'll just mean like, hey, he, you should kind of boo him. He's just saying glorious. He's kind of saying he's better than you. But as of this moment, uh, Bobby Roode joining SmackDown is the best move for him. So we'll have to wait and see what happens after this. Uh, it's going to be a, it's a great going to be a great time uh, for pro wrestling. It's a great fight act uh, moment actually, for all combat sports, I was recently, who was I following on Twitter that said, you can't, you have to, like, understand, like, how big of, like, how big this has been for the uh, sports world. Who was it? It was Mark Raimondi of uh, MMA Fighting won't be able to process the historical significance of this summer in combat sports for a while. Going to need some space to digest. And it's true, there's a lot of uh, events going on. There's SummerSlam. And for me, in general, there's SummerSlam, there's uh, Ring of Honor events, there's Progress events, there's Mayweather vs. McGregor, there's UFC fights, there's John Jones suspensions, there's everything in between. All of this is just proving that combat sports has become one of the best type of sports out there. Baseball season's going on, and combat sports are taking over news headlines. Football's coming back, and combat sports are taking over news headlines. That has never happened before. And it may never happen again because combat sports could be taking over. Now, is boxing going to be as popular as it once was? Probably not. Is MMA going to be as popular? Maybe. We don't know. But the fact of the matter is, all eyes are on combat sports. And if I'm looking at this correctly, combat sports or fighting sports is a competitive contact sport with one-on-one -on -one combat. Determining the winner depends on your contest rules. And I think that I feel like pro wrestling is involved in combat sports. I think, well, let's see, striking, fist running, boxing, kickboxing, 
I don't think they're not saying on it's Wikipedia, but I guess it's not, you know, quite saying uh, grappling, submission grappling. It's like wrestling, basically. It's mixed martial arts, shoot style wrestling. What is that? That is strong style. Yeah, that's professional wrestling. Um, let let's go with that. That is pro wrestling. Combat sports is officially pro wrestling. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, is pro wrestling a combat sport? Yeah, any any type. They say it's considered a form of sport combat they fight each other so it's very interesting to understand all this and it was it was such a month such a week could use a nap right now and i woke up about two hours ago so what can you say besides what a great week it has been it's a moment worth remembering definitely remember where you were during this time because 2017 has been a great year for fighting, a great year for just great moments in sports. Bad and good. Just remember that because of John Jones and among other things. But Mayweather McGregor was worth the hype and worth the money alone. Uh, Depends if you got to watch the fight or not or if you got trouble anyway. But, wow, thank you for joining me uh, today especially after a huge event like last night. Remember to call was 914-338-0897. Once again, this was Daniel Yanofsky on Double G Sports Blog Talk Radio. Uh, hoping to get a few guests on this uh, next couple of weeks, including John Vellante and maybe a few others. We'll have to wait and see. Thank you for tuning in on this Sunday. Enjoy Game of Thrones. <coughs> Enjoy everything else in between. Hope to see you for, for Canelo versus Triple G, uh, UFC 217, UFC 216, and everything in between. Thank you. Have a great day. Be safe out there.